grand day and welcome to the giving you your flowers podcast brought to you by your girl alexa a podcast created as a confident space for black women and women of color to share their stories their knowledge growth love and more no filter a place for our roar to be heard and not labeled as aggression and trigger warning i cannot promise that you won't be moved, hurt, euphoric, or anything in between, but I can promise you the space to express confidently, all right? Hey, and welcome back to the Giving You Your Flowers podcast. So I know with the episode that was released last week, a few people might be feeling a little intense, like, ooh, is that... Is that how she gonna be every week? Like, will we get her yelling in the mic at us every week? You know, but some people they like that. You know, some people you little, you little freaking you like that. You know, for some people they're just like, oh, that's too much. You know, we need a little, a little, you know, a little some, a little space, a little. You know, I would like to say that is not how this will happen every week. You know, that was a personal note, and I really just wanted to start off my podcast by showing people myself my inner thoughts you know and letting my authenticity out so that people know that there are people who are real who have real feelings and real thoughts and they can be similar or not to yours you know with that being said i'm gonna switch it up just a little bit before we go into our main topic of the day and bring up something i think will be sweet I may not do this every week, but I definitely think it will be helpful if I interlude with a quote of the day. All right. So this quote, I feel like it really connects to the topic at hand because when we get into the topic and we really start you know, I, I, should, I should probably tell you what the topic is. You're going to hear it a bunch during the episode, so i just tell you what it is. So the topic today is boundaries, and we're going to talk about setting those, what good ones are, what, you know, bad ones are, the different types, uh, what, how do we define them, um, et cetera, and just what it means like what what a boundary really is and how it helps you to reclaim yourself and find your peace the inspiration uh came from a book that i'm reading so it really is a recommendation like i'm i'm not telling you should read but i'm telling you should read <laughs> you know but this book this book i'm telling you it is it all right if you really want to reclaim yourself if you really want to take yourself back look i'm over here selling the book and i'm not getting paid for it but i'm just read this book it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Glover Tawab. Again, it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Glover Tawab. I'll spell it, you know, just in case I'm butchering her last name, to be honest, because I don't, you know, I'm human and I'm just saying what the American literature told me this is supposed to sound like. But it's N-E-D-R-A for Nedra, G-L-O-V-E-R for Glover, and then T-A-W-W-A-B for Twab. This book has had my brain and my peace, you know, almost equate. I'm really, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So it's not 
quite there yet, but I do understand from what she describes in the book as having boundaries, having good ones, porous ones, rigid ones, how that controls our narrative and what we get back. And usually what we want is peace. And I'm finding from this book that a lot of us don't know how to set them. A lot of us don't have them and it interrupts our peace. And we deserve that peace. We deserve to be at peace. Like really, like namaste, baby. Namaste, baby. Like, oh, I just, okay. Um, but I'll get back to the quote. So our quote of the day is, as we heal, we let go of people who encourage our old patterns and seek ones who complement our growth. Ooh, I know somebody will definitely understand how that connects, but I'll just show you how that connects to our topic. When you start setting boundaries, it's going to interrupt some people's souls. And for some people, it's going to complement their souls. Just like, the, just like the quote says, some people will be aligned with you setting those boundaries, but your boundaries are set forth for you to find and have peace. So you have to understand that when you're setting boundaries and you're growing within yourself, that you have to stay strong within those boundaries so that you are not encouraged by those old patterns to start competing with those old people, those old things that made you feel the way you did, the things you were trying to retract from. So as you heal, as you set those boundaries forth, you gotta separate yourself, the people who don't respect those boundaries and stay at the seat, at the table. Ooh, I said at the seat. Bring that seat up to the table, but bring yourself to the table with the people who compliment your growth, all right? So that's our quote of the day. I hope y'all liked it, you feel me? I hope you enjoyed. So before we get into our next part, I would like to pose a question. What are some boundaries that you've created to protect yourself? Like, how do you feel like you've set up your boundaries? Do you feel like you got some good boundaries, some bad boundaries? What is your definition of boundaries? Does it have a good connotation, a bad connotation? Like, does it feel good when you hear somebody setting up a boundary? Does it feel bad when you hear somebody setting up a boundary? Like, how do you feel when you hear the word boundaries? I know for some people, <laughs> boundaries, the word, like let's get into the verbiage, the, the literature, actually saying that I am setting a boundary to someone is triggering, but it's okay. Because like I said, as you grow and you heal, the people who compliment you, you need to stay around those people in order to continue to grow and glow within yourself. But those people who are just, you know, encouraging you to go back to those old ways, who are disrespecting your boundaries, who are triggered by you even having them respectfully, no, escape, press escape, press escape, press escape, yeah, you're done, mm -hmm. yep, control, alt, delete, yep, mm -hmm. we're done. All right, so that's it, that's the episode, we're about to go into boundaries.
right, people. So I decided today was a much needed episode on boundaries. I know a lot of people have heard this word as well as other words in the mental wellness society just kind of tossed around everywhere. And I believe that having the actual definition of boundaries and having healthy boundaries can lead to peace. Honestly, uh, as of lately, I've been reading this really beautiful book and it is by an amazing African-American woman. And literally it is about reclaiming yourself. And the only way you can reclaim yourself is about is from setting great boundaries. Now, I must disclose that when you do set boundaries, you're bound to, pun intended, piss some people off. Like literally, everybody is not used to boundaries. A lot of people are used to being enabled and not being told to respect someone. So a lot of times you will get pushback when you go and forthcome some healthy boundaries. And that's only going to be from unhealthy individuals. So personally, I'm telling you from my experience, don't ever take that shit personally. It's not worth it. It's not you. And you deserve to be able to set up your boundaries. Another thing I want to disclose is boundaries and expectations are two completely separate entities. You can have expectations for someone and they fall through. And you really shouldn't have expectations because expectations are goals that you're setting up a goal for a person. And you shouldn't be setting up goals for anybody else but yourself. And then when you're setting up a boundary, you're saying this is me. And this is how I want to be respected. This is what I want to be listened to and heard. This is what I want to be understood. Now, if somebody does not get that and they end up just, you know, diving into their own ways and they, you know, <laughs> they don't fall through with your boundaries, like, don't take it personally. Everybody's not at the same place that you're at. Like, seriously, everyone is not the same Everyone is not at the same place. Everyone does not have the same level of awareness and maturity and, and security and everything else. So do not compare yourself to the people who do not have or have never understood having levels of boundaries. So as we get in today's episode, we will talk about boundaries, what they are, what are some good boundaries, what are some bad boundaries, and what are healthy boundaries, and how we can reclaim ourselves in our lives and create peace by setting up those boundaries. Because honestly, to segue from the last episode, the only way we can really combat and pivot a lot of these things that are happening within our own family circumstances circumstances and dynamics is to set up those boundaries properly. You don't have to do anything in resentment or grudge. Literally, all you have to do is reclaim yourself, reclaim your person, and be the best that you can be. And you can do that safely by creating those boundaries so that you never feel rejected or unsafe. And that's what I mean by don't set up expectations because people are going to fall through. People are going to fall off. You know, you're going to set up these boundaries and it's bound to hurt someone's feelings. But don't take that personally. Don't feel like you did anything wrong by saying you wanted to choose you. You set a boundary. You did a great thing. Just remember that. But also remember not to lose focus of what it is. You're not out here setting boundaries to give people goals or, or give people expectations of how to treat you. Like it is and it isn't. The main focus of a boundary is to have yourself respected, to have what you want respected, to have your entity and your vessel respected. You get me? And then after that, like any expectations that fall through are based on the other person. What are boundaries? I know for some people, people think that boundaries are physical, like literally just being like, I'm going to block a person. Um, I'm going to shut a person out. 
um, some boundaries may be like, I will refuse to listen to or be a part of this. You know, some people have the boundary of being like, I just, you, you scream too much. So I just can't endure this. So that's a boundary set for it. But I think that when it comes to boundaries, we, we have level set with understanding how to set some of them, but without having the actual definition, we don't gear towards healthy boundaries, if that makes sense. We have an understanding of there being different levels of boundaries, but we don't know what boundaries are necessarily by definition, as well as how to create them in a healthy way. Like I said, you can be um, cold shouldering someone, you can be cutting someone off, and that is a set of a boundary, but that does not always mean that that level of a boundary is a healthy boundary. You could be setting your expectations towards someone and your tone be completely off. You could be yelling and the words that are being said out of your mouth make perfect sense. But guess what? The boundary being set like is not a healthy one. You're still acting out of your projection and your insecurities and whatnot and not healthily creating boundaries. So what I'm going to read is what google <laughs> you know because it's our best friend everybody loves to go to google youtube all that other stuff um to define what boundaries are it says that personal boundaries or the act of setting boundaries is a life skill that has been popularized by the self-help authors and support groups since the mid-1980s so i mean this is just to interject this is not the ending of that definition, but we have been dealing with setting boundaries for a very long time. I'm pretty sure that it was before the 1980s that the whole aspect of setting boundaries and having them was definitely thought about and talked about, you know, before then. Like, it had to be. It had to be. Like, it, a lot of our human experiences don't just happen overnight. You get me? So it's just like trying to figure out what, you know, you know, like when when exactly did we decide to pose like the questions of what are person boundaries and what makes them healthy? The remainder of the definition says it is the practice of openly. I want to put emphasis on openly, openly communicating and asserting personal values as a way to preserve and protect against having them compromised or violated. Ooh. My godness, my godness, my goodness, my godness, my godliness. You feel me? All right. So now that we have the actual definition of what a personal boundary is, we should level set what different types of boundaries that there are. So in the book, Tawab described there to be six different types of boundaries. And the types of boundaries are one emotional which is protecting our own emotional well-being the next is physical when we're protecting our physical space um, the third is sexual where we're protecting our needs and safety sexually the fourth workplace which is protecting our ability to do our work without interference or drama the fifth is material protecting our personal belongings. And the last but not least, number six, is time, which is protecting the use and misuse of our time. Now, when we get to understand the different types of boundaries we have, we start to understand how we honor or dishonor like our boundaries. 
And we also get to understand if we have healthy or, you know, not as healthy boundaries. Now, why do we need to know the type and how does that connect to us finding out if we have healthy or unhealthy boundaries? Honestly, what is even having healthy boundaries? Healthy boundaries, to put it simply in short, are our gateway to healthy relationships. We create a foundation of what we want and what we need within those relationships. And we create respect and love and everything else in between. When we don't have a healthy look or healthy hold on our boundaries, we end up falling into the entrapment of not having healthy boundaries. A lot of the time, it ends up with us feeling very overwhelmed. You don't want to feel like a little raisin in the sun when it comes to your emotions. So setting up and having those healthy boundaries help you to create and foster those relationships where you can excel and leave behind those notions of your codependency. You can live freely without judgment because you no longer have judgment for yourself or the environment based off of the disrespect of said boundaries. In the book, Tawab describes creating healthy boundaries leads to us feeling safe, loved, calm, and respected. And in turn, that gives us peace. What does it mean and how does it sound to have healthy boundaries? Well, to someone like myself, who has had their own layers of codependent tendencies, setting boundaries can feel confusing, terrifying, guilt-ridden, just just extremely overwhelming because it's something that you're not used to. You're used to coddling the situation and molding and making yourself mutable um, to everything that's happening and not giving yourself a level set of boundaries so that you're comfortable. When you finally do set forth those boundaries, it's going to feel extremely different, uncomfortable. It's going to feel wrong in a way, literally. You're going to feel like you're doing something bad, but essentially you're not. You're doing something good. You're doing something great. You're doing something healthy. Boundaries have actions, and they also have, in some turn, verbiage. Because some people set their boundaries with literally saying, this is what my boundary is. A healthy boundary you can say for work, for example, since we talked about the different types of boundaries, is with work, some people make it where after a certain time, I will refuse to do, accept, complete any work. You get me? Or they have where they have mental blocks where they will set across a time on their calendar and commit to just giving that space to themselves so they don't focus on work. That's creating healthy boundaries within your work so that you are creating a space to feel safe, loved, peaceful, calm within that environment. And the action taken forth is to set forth and keep on committing to that and doing that um, over and over again so that you feel happy. Now that we have a better understanding of what boundaries are and how setting forth healthy and unhealthy ones are important, what are some of your boundaries?
So we understand the different types of boundaries. We understand what healthy boundaries are and what happens to ourselves when we tend to not have healthy boundaries. Now let's go into what boundaries can sound like, especially when it comes to our families. We learn about boundaries first in the home. Our parents show us what levels of boundaries they have and what levels of boundaries that they are willing to respect. For example, um, families where you may have like a frantic late mother where everybody jokes around about how mom's always running late. You get me? That's a boundary that mom set forth. You know, it's not direct and in the verbiage of like saying like mom's always going to be late and whatnot, but that's just kind of the boundary that she set forth. So now in the future, when it comes to time you may have like a different connotation or notion when it comes to how you set your boundaries around time and being on time so have that be oh i saw that you know it wasn't the best relationship that my mom had with time while she was running late so my boundary set forth is i would like to not run late or you can be on the notion of, you know, this is the boundary that was set forth, the example. So now I too, because of, you know, it being habitual and it being something that started in the home, I do it as well. You get me? So a lot of people tend to forget that our boundaries and a, a lot of our foundations start, you know, at that nurturing time and in those nurturing spaces um, in our community spaces, in our home spaces and whatnot. So that is why it is definitely one of the most important things is to make sure that you're having a healthy set of boundaries within your family. Like when you have a healthy set of boundaries within your family, I feel as though it helps make all of those other relationships that you have to navigate a lot easier. It's like, if you can get past the enabling and the like continual, like generational curses that everyone else wants to hold on to, I promise you every other relationship that you have to navigate will be substantially easier. I believe it comes from just the idea that we owe something to our families that, you know, unconditionally we owe love to our family. So it makes it so much harder to set those boundaries up because we don't want to be rejected. And then a lot of our families have set us up to have slight codependent, like, you know, tendencies where we feel like we need the approval of them and their voices and their notions. And we need them to, you know, understand and respect exactly where we come from. We're asking for a lot from sometimes people who only have a little and when i say a little i mean a little of that knowledge a little of that awareness that you have you get me so you're, you're asking for people to give you something that they, they weren't gave you get, you get me so that's why we if we have the healthy boundaries or we have an understanding of it you know i.e listening to this podcast and getting some good tips on how to set your healthy boundaries then we can bring that to our homes and we can have more peaceful like just a peaceful relationship with ourselves and how we're navigating. What boundaries can sound like in a family? All right. Some healthy boundaries from a family standpoint can be I won't be caught in the middle of family arguments. If there is something you need to say to one another, say it directly, not through me. 
Now, I know some people are listening to that and being like, that is harsh. How dare you say you won't be the middle man? We're so used to this. We're so used to finding someone to complain to, to eventually murmur to somebody else. How dare you say that you won't be my wall for this bullet? What? But no, like that is extremely, that is extremely healthy to set up that boundary and say, if you do have something to say to another family member, I refuse to be in the middle of this. You have to handle that directly with them and healthfully. A lot of people like to use other families as the middleman and this is not okay. It is not healthy. I have been in that notion. I've been in that boat. I really have. Like I said it from the last week episode, I was put in the middle of people complaining about certain verses. And I'm just like, can we come to a conclusion of there needing to be a resolution? And shouldn't you all be saying this directly to each other rather than me? And then what ends up happening is the middleman ends up dealing with all of the resentment. You get me? You can end up doing nothing wrong but trying to help the situation. But guess what? If you don't set that boundary, because you didn't set that boundary, guess what? You got, you got, you got the bullets. Like you, you got the blame. Everyone's mad at you now. I'm not saying that's what happens in every notion, but it's what can happen from not having those healthy boundaries. A lot of us feel like we should just deal with certain things that you really shouldn't. A lot of us feel like we should have a continuum of toxic generational curse-like tendencies, and we really shouldn't. We really shouldn't. Our codependent tendencies taught to us like we really shouldn't. You really don't deserve it. Another healthy family boundary could sound like, I honor your faith and your beliefs, but mine are different. Agree to disagree. Like quite literally, you do not have to sit at the table and tell someone they're wrong because they don't believe in what you believe in. Literally, you can have your own set of boundaries, your own like set of rules and things that you believe in, and you don't have to believe in the same thing. You can say, I, I believe differently. Like I, my biggest example, I guess I can put for myself. And if you can think of like anything for yourself is like, I view myself as more spiritual than religious even though I was raised in a Christian-esque household. And I say Christian-esque because it was really confusing in there, which is why I feel like I went more to the spiritual realm. I lived in a household where like, we would switch some Sundays when it went to church because like I was, uh, one parent was a Jehovah Witness while the other one was a Catholic. Yeah, brain fucked to the infinity. Um, so at some point I was just like, yeah, there has to be, um, yeah, what's going on? So, you know, um, just having that made me understand that like, there are going to be some people who believe in stuff substantially different than me, but I don't have to disrespect that. If someone does believe in, you know, the book of Christ, I don't have to sit here and give them a whole explanation of what my beliefs are and try to cult them in some way. That's not it. Like the way that you level set and you create respect is by just allowing people to be. If you are disrespectful to me or my family, we will leave the event. Again, this is something I feel like a lot of people are not super aware of and like can really hold on to or really like just say, but a lot of people are willing to just take that disrespect. 
and just say, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to just close off and not talk. That is creating other sets of boundaries, which are not as healthy. And we want healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries are, like I said, what set us free. And we have to be committed and consistent with those boundaries that we are setting in order to get what we want, which is to have peace. Some other ways that you could set boundaries or other ways that boundaries are expressed are you explaining that my life direction is my responsibility. Some people feel as though they need to unsolicit their own advice or projections of their insecurities onto you. And that's disrespectful of your boundary, especially if you're in a place of being you know, trusting enough in that relationship to be vulnerable and, you know, that person just go ahead and just say, I'm not going to respect that. You know, you have to be solid in that and choosing yourself and knowing that whatever is chosen or whatever happens is up to you and on you. I'm really trying to record and get this like going because I don't want to lose my train of thought, but like interjection my cat is in the background having the zoomies and if you don't know what zoomies are like it's when cats have a bunch of energy and they just have to go and do random stuff so in the back he is running back and forth and he is running rampant in my mind as well so if you do hear some chain chingling i promise you i do not have coins it is just alejandro having all the fun he's probably just as excited about this episode about boundaries because you know cats have their boundaries too like cats, cats, cats are a really good example of like setting boundaries. Like they know when they want to be messed with, when they don't, they know how to relax. They are the kings and queens of setting up some boundaries. I swear they are, at least my cat is. But back to um, our boundaries and what boundaries can sound like with our families. Another way of expressing that you want a boundary by saying that you will no longer continue a conversation in a healthy way, rather than just walking away, you can set forth and say something like, whenever we discuss this topic, we go around in circles because we disagree. Let's not discuss it anymore. And that's perfectly fine to say, I do not want to, or I am not comfortable discussing this subject or topic. If you are not comfortable, you set that boundary and boundaries have to be direct and actionable. Like you have to be able to create, I guess, tangent goals for you to be able to say that you set a boundary, if that makes sense. Like with all of the examples that I'm giving you, it's literally you directly saying, this is what I want and I need rather than just doing things that are assumptive, like walking away when you're getting angry and assuming that someone will know that you're angry or you disagree or you don't like it. Setting up healthy boundaries help you to feel healthier, to feel more at peace. You're no longer arguing with the other person or arguing with your own thoughts or your own intuition about what really should or is going on because there is no leeway like literally you created a platform for your levels of respect when you set up boundaries, that's why they're important. And when you navigate from them, that's when all of the overwhelmingness and feeling like you forgot about yourself or lack of self care comes in. 
having healthy boundaries are extremely important. They help you to gain a better understanding of the relationships that you have and the relationships that you want. They help you get a better understanding of what you have and what you want. And they also just innately, like I've been continually saying, give you peace. At the end of the day, the goal is to have peace. Peace with yourself, peace with your environment, your surroundings, peace and serenity with the universe. And one of the ways that you obtain that is by setting boundaries and setting them healthily. With all of that being said, I would like to thank you and give you your flowers for starting to or continuing to set up yourself and create healthy boundaries. You're giving yourself that peace as much you deserve, nothing less. You are wonderful in your being by choosing you and choosing you healthily, not in a selfish way, but with love. And with love comes abundance in everything else. Your opportunities are immense and you are deserving of every bit of it. A lot of families say that they love you, but sometimes you gotta give them the tough love. And like Nedra says in the book, tough love is you creating and keeping healthy boundaries. As you have and you create healthy boundaries, you get closer and closer and closer to your most abundant, authentic self. And I'm going to tell you over and over again and give you every bouquet of flower that I can because you deserve it. We all deserve it. Nothing less but the love and the bouquets. So here are your flowers for setting your boundaries and having your boundaries and creating those boundaries and having that peace and having that love just given to you because you gave it to yourself. Thank you all. And until next time. Now, all of that was a lot, I will admit. Explaining boundaries and what boundaries are and how they can help you in your life is more extensive than just this episode. It takes action, like I said earlier, and it takes being direct. And there's also other layers to it. Now, I know some people are still wondering, like, how do I know what boundaries I have? Like, are my boundaries good, you know, bad, somewhere in between? Like, am I shifting to a good area or a healthy area when I'm setting my boundaries? Like, was this boundary a good one to set? Did I word this correctly? I would love to answer that and more about boundaries but that will be in our part two of this boundaries episode where I will go into explaining more of the different boundaries that we have as people and how our different relationships over time have created those boundaries and how we could get to a healthy set of boundaries within ourselves and our relationships. <laughs>